Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of The Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. The risks of uh, of not doing exercise, which a lot of us, I mean, I, I feel like we should be standing whilst we're doing this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I was thinking that. My but... producer's probably going to have a go at us. <laughs> we're going to mess up the, the sound or something. So we won't stand, but the intention was there to yeah, stand. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the risks of being sedentary are pretty scary, right? Yeah, they're massive. Um And I think it's amazing looking at the stats for sedentary behaviour and how sedentary we are as a nation. Now, I think it's really important here to clarify what we mean by sedentary. So if I was working an office job and I worked eight till till five o'clock and I did an hour of gym in the evening, then you could probably say that I was active for that day because I've done my activity for the day. But if I'm sat down for that whole period in the morning and in the afternoon then I'm actually sedentary for a long period of that day. And although I'm active during that day, I am sedentary. And the problem is with being sedentary, as we know, that confers risks in itself. Mm. There are also some scary stats around the UK and how sedentary we are. So we know around 78 days of the year we are spent sitting. About 64 days a year we're watching TV. Um, and they just really make you realise how much sitting we do. (laughs) It's nuts. (laughs) And when you see the risk and... You know, when you look at the studies, I suppose the thing that scares me is you're looking at the kind of markers that we look for in disease. So high cholesterol levels, high triglyceride, which is another type of fat in the blood that we worry about. Um, Lower levels of HDL, which is the good level of fat. Mm. So those things are all detrimentally associated with sitting more, Mm. you know, across the board. And then when we look at kind of... um, other studies which look specifically at heart disease and death rates, we know there's an 84% increased risk of dying if you spend from heart problems mm. if you spend greater than 10 hours in a car during a week compared to less than 4 hours. Wow. Which is massive. Yeah. And then when we look at kind of overall sedentary behaviour, if you spend greater than 23 hours of your week being sedentary, you have a 64% increased risk of dying from a heart problem compared to if someone... Um, had sedentary behaviour of less than 10 hours a week. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, massive numbers. 
mm. massive increased risk from being sedentary. It really makes you worried about us sitting does, down right yeah, now. Yeah, it does yeah. actually. Yeah, they're quite scary. I think like one of the things I, I started doing a couple of months ago is just monitoring my activity levels using a tracking uh, device. Mm. And I actually realize, I, I, I regard myself as someone who's quite active, keeps in shape. Um, but for someone, if, if, if I was the kind of person that wouldn't, force myself to do some exercise and I enjoy exercise actually so it's not really a, a, an activity I have to force myself to do but had I not been doing that I'm looking at my activity levels they're very 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 inactive during the day if I'm uh, at home working from home if I'm in A&E or working in general practice I do the same thing as you I always yeah. get up and I go and yeah. get the person from the, um, uh, the waiting room but um, a lot of people just don't have that opportunity um and that's why i think there's quite a few hacks that you can you can do to improve your activity levels right yeah you sound like you've got some yourself i do Ed, yeah go I for do, it you yeah. go first you go first <laughs> standing desks yeah. i mean i'm a really big fan of standing desks it's actually helping my posture yeah um it, it gets me active it gets me walking around yeah. uh, it means that i'm not just it actually helps me think i find when i was writing the second book eat to be illness I got a standing desk. It was something uh, I just put on my regular table. Um, I think it's about 20 quid or something from uh, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure there's other places you can get it. And um, I just put that up there and I, I just, I felt a lot more active. And yeah. I could certainly tell looking at my tracking device, it actually helps. I got, I actually got the same desk after you? seeing yours. Nice. Yeah, and I use it quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, it's interesting you say that about the stimulation of the brain because we know that actually being active, which does include kind of just standing and even just you know, going sidestepping from side to side, that will actually stimulate the hippocampus area of the brain. And that's involved in learning a memory. Um, and I actually, you know, believe that so passionately that now whenever I do a teaching session, regardless of what it, on, what it is on, but it normally is on physical activity, <laughs> I will get people to do a squat challenge yeah. or I'll get people to even just get up from their seat and just do some movement around the room because it makes such a difference. Even if it just gets people chatting and laughing a little bit, then actually they're more stimulated to learn again. I can personally vouch for that because uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago we were in Bristol Medical School, he got the entire year group of about 300 students all doing squats in this massive <laughs> hall. Um, and it definitely got people chatting and definitely got people laughing, which has lots of other benefits as well. So, certainly does. Yeah. certainly does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose one thing that um, I'd like to come back to is kind of talking about the kind of physical activity levels because we talked about sedentary behaviour and there's no doubt that although we've got a problem with sitting, we've got a problem with physical activity as well. Mm. So we know that as a nation, about 19% of men and 26% of women are defined as being physically inactive. Mm. Now, terrifyingly, that means that they do less than 30 minutes of activity a week. So not a day, a week, which is quite profoundly yeah. low um, when we think of what just activity that could involve. We know that kind of 33% of men and 45% of women are not active enough for good health and this is the stat that I really don't like and it's the one about children so mm. we know that actually 79% of boys and 84% of girls aged 5 to 15 are not hitting the physical activity guidelines wow. and that makes you terrified when you look at the future and you know the guidelines are slightly higher for children but they should still be hitting them and yeah. they should still be getting a lot of play during their day mm. and that doesn't seem to be happening I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. 
Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.